Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today, I wanted to feature the prophetic word that Graham gave during our live online challenge event last week. It was part of the final day of our three-day event. This particular word had some thought-provoking truths and powerful keys. Personally, I downloaded the transcript of it after the event so that I could go back through it with my highlighter and pen and take note of the key elements and spend some time thinking with the Father about its implications for my own life. This is actually one of my favorite words that Graham has given in a while. As you partake of this, I encourage you to listen with your heart, let it sink into your spirit, and afterwards, discuss the things that stood out to you with the Holy Spirit. He will help you uncover the meaning of its truths in your own life and unpack the connotations and expectations present in this word for you. And hey, if you did join us for the challenge and have already heard it, enjoy listening to it again. This is certainly a word that you can listen to several times to truly extract out the meaning and the intentionality of God towards you in it. If you wanna take notes, I encourage you to do it the second time through so that this first time you listen, you can focus on receiving and on being aware of God's presence with you. That's a critical component, beloved, in properly receiving and understanding a prophecy. We need to receive it in our heart and with a revelation of personal intimacy with God, not just taking the details in our mind. I'm also gonna link the PDF download of this prophetic word for you right here in the description of this podcast episode. This may also be a critical component for you to review. It will have the transcript of everything Graham said, along with space for your notes, and it includes the section that Graham delivers after the word, which is entitled, Seven Steps to Inherit These Promises. This guide will take you through how to respond to the invitations in this word and how to partner with the Lord in seeing the truths and promises present transition into tangible reality in your life and become part of your story with God. That's the purpose of prophetic words, not just to encourage and inspire, though they do that, but to actually become a tangible part and reality in our life and our journey with the Lord. Here's a few highlights that I really love from this word. Fullness is not an option. It is a necessity. Hope is the favorable and confident expectation of goodness. Joyful anticipation provides a capacity to look forward with an assurance and partner with me in the fullness of all that I intend for you. There's a place of abiding in Christ where my own expectation of goodness will lift you into a place of power and prominence in my kingdom and in the world. And in Christ, you possess a new covenant that is based entirely on favor and the expectation of goodness. Aren't those great? Beloved, I think you're really going to love the potential that's resonant in this prophetic word. I hope you really take it forward with the Lord and make the most of it for yourself, letting his work through his promise make viable change in your life and grandiosely bestow upon you monumental upgrades that are meant to elevate and substantiate your life in God, causing you to grow up into all things in Christ and live from your heavenly inheritance in Jesus while you're still residing upon this earth. Beloved, I pray that you be 
richly blessed and highly favored. And may your life just ooze with the beauty and glory of the kingdom of God within you. <laughs> you are a gift of God in the earth because you are his child, because you're an heir with Jesus, the son of glory, and because God himself resides with you in his power and love. You are made to make a difference in this world. Gloriously and confidently rise up into who you really are in your full inheritance in Jesus by the remarkable and capable power of the Holy Spirit. Because, beloved, Jesus deserves the fullest reward from all of our lives, doesn't he? All right, now on to Graham with the prophetic word, expectation, the power in taking God for granted. And don't forget to download the PDF transcript afterward. I pray many blessings and peace to you as you receive this. And may you be keenly aware of the loving and empowering presence of Jesus with you and within you. Relish in it and enjoy. Father, thank you that you never leave us, you never forsake us. You are always for us, always willing to be with us in every single thing that we face. You love to stand in our place of weakness. Truth to tell, you like that place the most because that's where we need you the most. So that's where you like to be. And you like to change that weakness into something else. And you like to take our struggle and make something so simple and easy that we can just step right in to who you are and all that you want to be for us. So we celebrate you today and we open up our hearts so that we can hear your voice and that our heart can have an encounter even as we listen. And I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're not familiar with a Friday part of the challenge with the prophetic word, again, there's no need to take notes. Please don't. Don't even think about it. You don't need to. All the notes for the prophecy will be provided for you. There's no need to write anything down. If you're writing things down, you're actually listening in your head. You're not listening in your heart. So please listen with your heart because uh, your heart is actually about to have an experience with God and an encounter. So here we go. Beloved, my intention is to open your life up to the same rest and peace with me that Jesus had, to create a territory in your inner man of the spirit and bring you into a place of inheritance that Jesus occupies in you. There is a land of promise located in your new man in Christ. He is the territorial spirit within you that overcomes everything. The world and its chaos are no match for the kingdom and its magnificence. The kingdom within you will always focus on the new man in Christ, the saving power of Jesus, the anointing in the Holy Spirit, 
and the passion of your Father God for you to inherit the kingdom. These are huge building blocks for your rest and peace with me, says the Lord. The promise of I am is with you. And it is greater than any threat coming against you. No matter the circumstances in the world, your inner land of promise will empower you to draw blessings and miracles in Jesus. You will know the favor and resources from my words of promise, which I will hide in your heart. Even as circumstances get darker and more desperate in the world, your inner light of promise will shine, giving you a release of power that will turn aside chaos. You, you will have no fear, no anxiety or dread in these days. Instead, there will be a joy and peace in believing that you are the beloved of Christ. You are the bride being prepared for Jesus, who is the king of promise. Your beauty, power, and grace will be huge and majestic, just as he is. The world will see the beloved rising up in the earth. And the evidence that you are living fully in the new man in Christ is that you will have constant upgraded responses to all your life situations. It is time, beloved, for the world to see the fullness of Jesus in my people. You are my visual aid to all of humanity to show forth the majesty of my kingdom. So, beloved, you must not disown my glory. Glory cannot be seen in a people who are the same as everyone else. All of Egypt saw my hand at the Red Sea. People heard of the cloud and pillar of fire leading Israel out of captivity. People saw the wealth of Egypt given to slaves of Israel, now walking as a free people. I did the impossible for 40 years in the desert as a rabble of slaves became a disciplined army who could take territory. The fame of Solomon's kingdom, the glory of the temple, were known in all the surrounding nations. Miracles, signs and wonders are only extraordinary on earth. They're not even required in heaven. <laughs> Is anything too hard for me? Is there any situation where I cannot be magnificent? 
Beloved, do not live like a beggar when you have an inheritance in my son and in myself. Fullness is not an option. It's a necessity in a world threatened with chaos and uncertainty. My people will no longer be the obstacle to glory. They will be the solution as they experience the fullness that Jesus died to give them. The real battle in the world is with hope. Hope is the favorable and confident expectation of goodness. Joyful anticipation that provides a capacity to look forward with an assurance and to partner with me in the fullness of all I intend for you. Today, I commission you to cultivate the power of expectation into a true lifestyle in Christ. There is a place of abiding in him where my own enormous, outrageous expectation of goodness will lift you into a place of power and prominence in my kingdom and in the world. I am is with you to do you good. In Christ, you possess a new covenant, one that is based entirely on favor and the expectation of goodness. Your inheritance in Christ is a goodness that overcomes, overwhelms, and overturns the natural order of man. Your life is now one of encounter with an expectation so great it will engulf your circumstances and overwhelm your hearts. Beloved, embrace the kingdom and the church will be empowered to return to her rightful place in the world. The body of Christ will realign with the head and return to its resurrection beginning. The head over all things will come for his real body. The king will return for his true bride. And the world will see the glory of my house reigning and ruling by their inheritance. For that to happen, you must step into a new way of seeing, thinking, and speaking. And the heart of Christ must govern in all your life events. This inner life of promise in your heart 
will enable you to have creative thoughts and ideas about your life responses to God in your circumstances. There is a flow of a river of promises that will come to you in scripture, in prophecy, in dreams, and upgraded vision. <laughs> there are more promises than you require so that you will release them into your cities and your nations. There will be things like inventions, patents, and wealth ideas will come to you from the power and the substance of the kingdom. There will be an outpouring of majesty, the likes of which the world has never seen. You know, when there seems no way forward, and your promise seems far away or dwarfed by circumstances, ask me for my spirit of wisdom and revelation. Your promise will expand by my will so that it overshadows all things. I will declare my majesty through the promise of goodness. In the same way that Jesus moved in expectation when he sent Peter to the sea to fish so that the coin in its mouth would pay their taxes, <laughs> so I will give you the same wild and miraculous moments that will elevate your life above the ordinary. You do know that these times of chaos in the world will demonstrate the power of the kingdom in a way that will rock your world and set you apart as being different. Ordinary, but powerful beyond measure. <laughs> Beloved, an expectant heart must become a constant so that you are constantly pregnant with promise in your spirit. There is always a promise of more to come. And it will be new every morning. Promise. It's a personal word of honor from me to you. And therefore, it becomes a guarantee of fulfillment. My word will not return to me empty. It will accomplish what I want. If you let go of it, another will pick it up. So that the promise will succeed in the matter for which I sent it. Expectation leads to anticipation, which will put you in advance of any earthly matters. It's like 
before you call, I will answer, so that you may respond before an event rather than react later. That's what promises do. They come in advance of your life situations so that you can look back and see, this is what God meant when he said this. This is where the promise he gave me fits into my life situation. So what you're learning is that I will be with you regardless of circumstances. You will learn how to see and anticipate and how to stand in that. I want you to appropriate things before the time because you're living in expectation. Expectation will introduce a new tone into prayer, a language that creates a new focus in expectation. In this way, you will ride the waves of circumstance and not drown in the events of life. <laughs> you will be the bandwagon that everyone wants to be on. Beloved, Expect to apprehend, to have encounters, to have strong resolution. Specifically, to expect growth in Christ and in kingdom power. Look forward to all that I will release in and for you. It is my good pleasure to give you Christ so that you will inherit the kingdom. That's my will. That's my passion. And it's focused on you and it is centered on you. Okay. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for revealing your heart. Thank you for opening up your heart and including us in. Thank you for opening that doorway into your heart and opening your eyes and saying, you are so welcome. Come and live here with me. Thank you, Father. We appreciate it in Jesus' name. I want to finish this word by just giving you seven simple steps to inherit these promises. And every one of these steps is about process. It's the process of how you take a word and how you bring it to a place of fruition by taking seven simple steps that cause you to come and stand before God in a different way each time so that something can leave you and something can be attracted to you. So, <clears throat> so the first step is, this is a very particular word in that it creates a place to pause. So pausing with God is the first step. In the Psalms, it's called having a Selah moment. Pause and calmly think about that. So have a Selah moment and ask the Spirit which aspect of this word he wants you to experience. Make your pause be effective. 
put aside any negative so that grace, God's empowering presence, fills your heart. A pause means that you take a break from any negative so that you can refocus on the one who loves you. Take a pause. Make it effective. Make it work with the Holy Spirit. Second step is to come and stand before him. Stand in Jesus. You are a joint heir in him. You can receive regardless of circumstances because Jesus lives in you. His acceptance as the beloved is also your place of approval. So breathe slowly here. Your truth is 1 John 4.17. As he is, so am I in this world. Your third step. is about agreement. This is your opportunity to agree with God and know his peace. You can quote whatever part of this prophecy that is impacting on your heart. Quote it back to God. Lord, you said this. I want to receive this. Then you can explore it, think about it, and speak it out loud. What are you doing? You're engaging with God in the word that he promised. And here you can use rejoicing and thanksgiving to strengthen your attention. This promise belongs to you. So agree with God and act like it does. <laughs> the fourth step is confess. Confess the word. You know, to confess is to say the same as. Whatever God is saying to you, say it back to him. Confess it back to him. It means to acknowledge God and his word as having the dominant focus in trust first and then in his nature. God does not lie. He never changes. He's always the same, faithful, full of faith towards you. Trust in God's nature leads to faith in God's power. To acknowledge is to acclaim and proclaim God's version of your life truth. We guarantee the promise by the gratitude that we exhibit. Fifth step is just that. Take a step forward. Take a step into the place of accepting and receiving. This means stepping out of a negative by taking a step in to your rightful response. Hold your ground with joy. John 15, 11 is a great statement from Jesus. A quote right now. This is what he said. And you can imagine his eyes shining with joy big grin on his face saying, these things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. 
to take the joy that's in this prophetic word, because that belongs to you too. All steps in Jesus must be made in the joy of his life, not the pain of yours. You are now ready to reclaim, that's the last step, to reclaim what belongs to Jesus in you as your own right of relationship in him. Hear the Father say, Beloved, all that I have is yours. You are going to have an encounter with the provider. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will empower you to receive by faith. And remember this, Christ in you deserves you to have this favor, this blessing, this provision. So our final step here is take possession in Jesus' name. Lay hold of what belongs to you because of Jesus living in you. This is about ownership. You belong to God because he paid a price for your life so that you could be a son or a daughter in his household. So he has pride of ownership in you. Taking possession of his promises to you means that you must encounter the same pride of ownership. I love this word, Father. I own it. I receive it. I take possession of it. I reclaim my life through it. <laughs> you have an inheritance as a joint heir in Christ. And Jesus deserves for you to receive this gift of grace. Take it and hold on to it for the rest of your life. Promise is not situational. It's always a relational gift. Amen. Amen. I hope you will enjoy many years of abundant living in the Lord Jesus. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Ha, 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 ha.